You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookies flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. As you can notice, it is just James and I, Doug. He had his boat trip. He came back home. He's a little too tired to hang out with us, so it is just James and I. And you know what? We're going to give you the best content you guys deserve this week. I know Doug will be back in a couple weeks, and uh, we, we miss him. But uh, James, it's just you and I tonight. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like we, we got shipwrecked a little bit. You know, we expected to see Doug, um, but he's apparently tied up at the moment. He can't make it. Uh, probably tired out from his awesome trip. Where did he go? I think he went to the Bahamas or something like that. He went on a cruise and he left for Miami. So we'll, we'll, we don't need Doug to tell his story. He'll give his rundown we'll, when he gets yeah, back. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just skip that. But uh, I know for sure this week in uh, in fantasy football was a insane week. And hey, you know what? I was three weeks too early to sell Jan- Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't take my advice because holy cow, what a day he had. We will go over that. But just so you guys saw at the beginning, the fantasy points logo and all that. Yes, we are brought to you by fantasy points. And if you use code 21 DHH 10, you get 10% off a subscription there subscription. You can go. Go find articles. You can find their daily DFS stuff. They they have great content there. You know Scott Barrett writes for them. Grant Barfield, all the greats. You can get some injury analysts from Edwin. I think his name is. He's great as a as a PT. So I suggest you guys go sign up for Fantasy Points, FantasyPoints.com. 
21 DHH 10 for the code and get yourself 10% off. Uh, yeah, this, this is also brought to you by trophy smack in the podcast form. You hear that in the beginning and yes, trophy smack has been a long time sponsor. They're great. Hey, we're coming to the end of the season. What makes a league great? It is a trophy. James, I know you have a trophy as well. Uh, it's currently are, in someone else's hands, but yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I'm in a league where we have a belt and Doug currently has that belt. I am in a battle right now for with the, I'm the second place team. He's the first place team, not Doug, but some other guy. We're in a battle for the top of the league. So we are both kind of fighting for that belt. Yeah. A trophy makes the league so much better and so much more competitive because everybody wants that trophy. It's it's a great piece to show off. And it's great for holidays. You know what you do? If you don't have a centerpiece for a table, take that trophy and you slap it smack dab in the middle of your Thanksgiving Day table, all the spread. Put the stuffing and stuff around this trophy. That's what you got to do. So if you use code DHH ring, you can go get yourself a free $60 ring as well. You know what else goes good at that Thanksgiving Day table? Just throwing your elbow up on the table a little bit and just looking at your ring a little bit, just letting everybody know who's champion. Champion <laughs> of Thanksgiving, champion of your league. That's how you got to do it. Go to trophysmack.com, use code DHH ring, get yourself a trophy, get yourself a belt, and get yourself that free ring as well. So let's. Do you just want to get into it? Do you got any, yeah, any fun stories? No, no fun stories today. I mean, you know, I pretty much took the day off and just watched football. So that's that's always exciting. And um, let's recap. But let's just get into it like that's All right. That is perfect. And uh, yeah, we we should just skip Thursday because that was a hot mess. Um, well, uh, I, I do have notes. I have notes for Thursday and my notes okay. are New England's defense and their kicker and notes. That's it. Yes. I mean, New England won 25 nothing. And my favorite meme of the day was. You can't lose a lead if you never had one. So, Atlanta, you win that battle in that aspect. <laughs> My only take is Kyle Pitts played his butt off. I watched a lot of him because I have a lot of him in fantasy. And all I saw was the fight. He he just got fighting. He was hurt. And you would see a lot of young players in that bad a deficit go off the field. And, I mean, he got his ankle rolled up on and he kept playing. He was shooting people off the field, stayed in ran good routes, was open, never got frustrated, just kept playing hard. And you could tell he he just wants to be good. He wants to be the best. And in that type of aspect, that's my take, is Kyle Pitts is the type of player you want on fantasy teams and an NFL team. My, my one real note from this game was the, the running back split for New England. Yeah. So now Damian Harris uh, and Ramondre Stevenson, 22 total carries between the two of them. Stevenson had a little bit more and showed a little bit more on the ground. Both had one uh, one reception for under 10 yards. But here we go again with a Bill Belichick running back by committee that we will not be able to know which one to play. They're going to kill each other's value towards the end of the season. But I am looking forward to both of them in 2022. Yeah, Stevenson was definitely a miss on my part. I had, I honestly think I maybe had one share just because it was so late. And yeah, I, I missed on him. I didn't think he was great, but he definitely showed up leaner. He was not the 240 that he was, you know, he went into the combine as. He is about 225, <laughs> and it looks like he is that 
that I think he's a better runner than Harris personally. He he's more explosive and yeah, they've got a really good one, two punch. Uh, yeah. So let's go to the next game. We will actually go to the Colts and bills. Speaking of Jonathan Taylor, uh, Colts won 41 to 15, man, the bills have a roller coaster of emotions with that team. It seems, um, a Jekyll a Hyde of Josh Allen, but what is your take from this game? I mean, obviously the big story here is is Jonathan Taylor, five total touchdowns. Um, hopefully you did not take Tyler's advice and sell him because you need I mean, him for this he's week. He's worth the world right now. You could get okay. anything you want. <laughs> yeah, I think he has overcome uh the CMC 101 in dynasty football for running backs. Uh he really is the ultimate package, and we knew this coming in. When he started coming into the league, uh, he had a very good showing in Wisconsin. And then he shows up here today, 32 carries, man. Like, Naeem Hines is an afterthought in this offense. And it seems like when Jonathan Taylor does do well, it kills Carson Wentz's value. Um, So with Carson Wentz, I mean, he was doing pretty well. QB 13 overall. But unfortunately, it's it's it hurts. For the rest of the team, when Jonathan Taylor shows up, couldn't really see anything else going on here. Pittman, very quiet day. Uh, we knew he was getting covered by Trey Davies White. So you probably didn't play him. And then on the other side of the ball, the only thing to really talk about, well, besides the uh, the turnover situation that the, the Buffalo Bills have gotten themselves into, this is four turnovers today, three of them from, from Josh Allen, like, and then Trubisky comes in and, and throws another interception. Like, what is going on here? Yeah, he, for me, Josh Allen. It, I think it goes both ways. We'll talk about the we'll talk about the Chiefs and the Bills later on. But man, I that that what is it the the defense that they use against Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen the the almost umbrella coverage. It's a cover. Uh, yeah, the umbrella car. Yeah, like they they have safeties on top, so no, you can't beat them deep. Yeah, that seems to have Mahomes and Josh Allen super flustered, and I it's to me until they figure out how to beat that, aka a running game, because neither of those two teams have a legit running game. I I think they're going to continue to struggle. I mean, we saw Mahomes go off last week, but they played you know single high safety. You hear people talk about that and you know then all of a sudden Kansas City gets this same coverage that's been beating them all year and I mean I I think it's mainly coverage based offenses will figure it out they always do there'll be a way to figure this one out but uh, Matt Breida he is this explosive running piece he's five for 50 he's he's fast he's very fast and I think that's what this Bill's offense needs they need a spark plug in the backfield zach moss is not fast uh singletary is not fast but brita is and that i think could make a difference if they give him over 10 carries a game see what happens hey maybe that play action will work yeah i mean they noticed that it, last year when moss went down right before the playoffs that was their missing link that they couldn't run the ball and they bring in matt brita in off the street pretty much i believe they took him from miami uh, in free agency, they needed that a little extra spark. And uh, he was the best runner today. And like I said, prior with the uh, 
with the New England backfield, how they kill the value. Man, he just killed Singletary and Zach Moss's value. Uh, I wouldn't be looking for any running back in this in the from this team. The only guys I'm really looking about looking at are Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and then I'm keeping it moving. Yeah, I I don't mind that at all. All right, we're gonna move on to our next game. It is Baltimore versus Chicago. Baltimore comes up with the win, 16 to 13. What a ugly, gross game. Ugh. But man, my brother from another mother comes in and just <laughs> YOLOs. He did not care what happened to that football when he was throwing. Uh I'll tell my take after yours, but what is your take? Um, I mean, Baltimore looked lost without Lamar Jackson on the field. And for those that don't know, he was out with uh, with an illness, not COVID related, but he was dealing with it all week. Uh, it was a game time decision, did not play. Um, that was the pretty much the side of Baltimore. Their defense just stood up, did what they had to do. They leaned on Mark Andrews. Uh, we saw Andrews have 10 targets, caught eight balls for 73 yards. Mandrew showed up. Mandrew showed up. But without Lamar Jackson on the field, Rashad Bateman was an afterthought, uh, had six targets, only three for 29. And that and that stinks for Dynasty because we were hoping this was going to be a game for Bateman with Marquise Brown being out this week. I'll but, counter that. Once Lamar was out, I think we all kind of. Oh, we all took. took I took yeah. Bateman out of every lineup as yeah. soon as Lamar Jackson was out. So because because I mean the comp for Bateman, the the top comp is Devonte Adams, and Devonte Adams isn't Adams without Rogers because they have such a mind mold. And I think Bateman and Lamar, we've seen them connect. They know where they're going to be. Bateman's such a smart player that he can move around and help Lamar when he's on the run. Huntley doesn't get that, but he, Huntley works with uh, Devin DuVernay. He works with Watkins more. So these the second string type players get more play with Huntley, and I think that's why he leaned on them a little more. And why not lean on Mark Andrews, who is just so good? Yeah. <laughs> now, you do have you have anything Mark on the Andrews Chicago street. side? On the Chicago side, yeah. Justin Fields, uh, big injury today. Uh, he hurt his ribs possibly a spleen injury he's actually on his way to the hospital last i checked that was about 30 minutes ago we'll know more either later tonight or tomorrow um this could be detrimental to the rest of his season if he has something wrong with his spleen and or ribs we could be seeing andy dalton for the rest of the season and and, and quite frankly bad thing yeah that might quite, not be a bad thing he, he didn't let me finish <laughs> I Quite mean, frankly, it, it might... I don't mind it. Um, yeah, Andy yeah. Dalton came in, did what he needed to do. He wasn't as accurate as we'd hoped, um, but he hyper-targeted, hyper-targeted Darnell Mooney. 16 targets. targets. If he would have caught any more, I mean, he may have been the wide receiver one this week. Uh, five, for, five or 16, 121, and a touchdown. And one of those was a big 60-yarder. Um, the other touchdown, Marquise Goodwin out of nowhere. And like you said, Dalton was just didn't care. He's like, what? No. You want to bench me for this rookie? I'm going to come in and just ball out. And Marquise Goodwin had a break in the coverage and he just lit it up. Beautiful touchdown pass by Andy Dalton. The one thing that I'm a little concerned about is David Montgomery, 14 carries, 58 yards. And this is the second game in a row now where he's not as good as we'd hoped. Um, I understand that he was injured coming out before the before the bye in week nine to get up against Pittsburgh, and it was a stronger defense. But uh, Baltimore, 
I mean, we've seen teams run on Baltimore. Yeah. I was expecting I mean, a, a David Montgomery show that I didn't get. I mean, Montgomery is one of those players that has a really easy rest of schedule. But for me, he just screamed sell high. The moment you were able to get him, because I, I don't know if it's the team commitment or just the, uh, he's okay. He, does, does he seem like a second contract type guy to me, to you? I'm, I'm having a hard time with that. I'm trying to get, the, I don't believe so because the yeah. simple fact they have Khalil Herbert there waiting in the ranks and we've I, seen I what agree. Herbert can do. I agree. And when running backs hit the second contract and they don't splash or they don't go off, like Montgomery could be a one year, $6 million a year type guy on another team and just starts falling off. I mean, that's how running backs are. Uh, my, my thing is, is fields, even when he wasn't getting smoked, he's struggled again. I mean, he, I I'm, I'm having a hard time with fields and all these rookie quarterbacks. I mean, Mac Jones is Mac Jones. He's vanilla. He's, He's what you'd expect from Mac Jones and a Patriots quarterback. He's one to two touchdowns, 250 yards. Predictable. Get, yeah, predictable. Um, I mean, Fields has so much upside. I mean, Andy Dalton coming in, and I think Andy Dalton reading all the, the papers and the press being like, oh, why aren't they going downfield and stuff? That could have helped Dalton. And this can help Fields sitting and just kind of relaxing. I think is what he needs to do. He's really, he's really anxious. It seems fidgety in the pocket. He, he seems like he's trying to do too much at once. Uh, I think if he is hurt and he does need to be out the rest of the year, I mean, maybe it's, I, I'm not hoping for a major injury, but if he has to be out the year, I think it can help him mentally on the NFL side, because to me, from what I've seen, I think it's exactly what he needs. I think uh, what the Bears as an organization was doing was selling tickets. They drafted this yeah. high draft capital uh, quarterback in the first round. They moved up in the tra to trade for uh, the spot with the Giants to get Justin Fields. And they're like, well, he is the better quarterback. Let him play. Sure, he might be talented more so than Andy Dalton. But Andy Dalton can win them football games like Andy Dalton almost won this football game. Yep. Yes, it was up against a beat up Baltimore team. But like Fields, like you said, he's not ready. Um, and this week, I thought he was going to take the step in the right direction and start to show some consistency. But he's really hasn't complete. He hasn't had a 300 yard game yet this season. All right. Yeah. He's only he's only had one game with multiple passing touchdowns and that was up against Tampa Bay. So, I mean, I'm sorry, not even, no, he didn't even have a, a multi-passing touchdown. I'm sorry. That was three interceptions. I'm reading the wrong line. Yeah. My apologies. Um, wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, I think he does need more time. He does need more time. He needs to, he needs to sit behind Dalton. I believe. Speaking of just a little bit more time, we're going to go on to Detroit and Cleveland. Detroit 10, Cleveland 13. Cleveland sneaks out the victory and needing more time. The Lions need a little more time. They're so close. Every week, it seems like they're just that much closer to taking another step. But man, they're, they are so close. But you know what? Going against Nick Chubb does not help because Nick Chubb is elite. James, what is your take in this game? Um, DeAndre Swift 
can can get it done no matter what the matchup is. Uh, I was a little hesitant to put him in my lineups going up against Cleveland this week. I knew the defense was going to be stand up, especially with Tim Boyle in at quarterback with Jared Goff injured. But 14 carries, 136 yards and a touchdown, had three receptions. I'm not mad at DeAndre Swift. And you know what? Every time that I think that he's going to have a bad week, he winds up showing up and having a good week. Even with Jamal Williams back in the offense this week, getting seven carries, Swift had the majority of the carries, and he did the work. Um, I'm happy with him for fantasy purposes. If you have him on your roster, you're happy to. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I'm the same way. I mean, there's been multiple times when I'm like, do I get cute? Take Swift out. Swift is locked in in your lineup every week. Don't overthink it. He is a top five running back in Dynasty easily. Uh, the rest of this game, I mean, you look at the Cleveland pass catchers and it's gross. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones was out. I think this could have been a smash game for him if he were to play because I do think he is the best receiver on this team. Sorry, Absolutely. Jarvis, but yeah. you have lost a lot. It's Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, but, I mean, Nick Chubb, Easily one of the best runners in the league. And my last thing, Tim Boyle, you are not better than Goff. I'm sorry. We there's, there are some people who said that. There's been some people that me? said this is when Goff gets replaced, and <laughs> boy, like Boyle sat behind Rogers for a couple years, and uh, no, Boyle's not it. He's not your savior. Oh my uh, goodness! Your savior is in the NFL draft next year. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm starting to soften up on this class a little bit. There's there's at least three quarterbacks I would be happy with. All right. Next game. Surpriser of the week. Houston 22, Tennessee 13. Man, AJ Brown went down with a shoulder injury. We are not sure on the severity. Hopefully he is fine because I have a lot of playoff teams that could really use his help because he is the last man standing in this offense. And he was smashing to I think start. He did return. He did return at one did point. He? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick take, and my quick take is uh Des Fitzpatrick left for dead in the preseason, drafted fourth round, early fourth round. People are like, wow, this is early. He gets cut, he got cut from Tennessee. Nobody picked him up. He's on the practice squad. He comes back onto the team because you know what? They are getting hurt. They've had so many other extra people signing with this team. It's insane. And he caught a touchdown. So Des Fitzpatrick, maybe right in his rights with the coaching staff, could be on your free agency. Just uh, just maybe go look. And Nico Collins, he had a great touchdown grab that was called back. That's another rookie that you could look at. But What's your take uh, on Nick Westbrook-Akeen? I mean, I he just, did. He, he's, a, he's a guy to me. Eight targets, seven for 107. Like, I mean, it, it seems like it seems like when everybody is out, Nick Westbrook, Akeen actually shows up. I mean, yes, Des Fitzpatrick had a good game, but Westbrook had a good had a better game. And that makes me to believe that Westbrook is the guy to have as a backup here. And he's just as young. He's a second year, second year guy. But do you really he, want a backup older, wide receiver older second guy? And for that, the Tennessee Titans, because yes, Ryan Tannehill yeah. looks stinky, man. Yep. And Tennessee will be drafting a wide receiver next year. You, I mean, it is going to be a stacked wide receiver class. I would not be shocked if they took a receiver in the first. 
There's going to be plenty. And they need somebody. It, maybe it's an Allen Robinson. Julio Jones, as much as I love Julio, his he is falling apart. I mean, he's 32. That's the fall off of receivers. And, I mean, we try to fool ourselves. Like, oh, he could be Larry Fitzgerald. It, it just happens. It's, it's just how it works. And the, the, especially with Julio, just all the lower body injuries he's had in his career. I mean, it was bound to catch up to him. A.J. Brown, man, stay healthy. Holy cow. Like, I, it, I get it's a style of play. And we all know it's the way he plays. But, man, stay healthy. We'd love to see you play a full 17-game slate and just stay healthy. That would be the best. And, uh, I mean, Tannehill 14 interceptions or four interceptions is uh, is not going to help. So, I mean, let's just move on. This game it was, was a gross. terrible game. It was raining. You know, there, there could be other things. But, like, the one main thing to know about the Tennessee Titans is without A.J. Brown at 100%, without Derrick Henry in this offense, they're not going to click like they did last year or at the beginning of the season. Um, and I would be weary about them. I would buy low on maybe on maybe a Des Fitzpatrick. You could probably pick him up off of waivers. He's probably still sitting there because no one expected to even for him to play today. And if you did, you're a genius. Um, but other than that, like you're gonna sit, you're gonna pick up these pieces and just sit on them for next year and see how the cards flip over for the 2022 Titans. I'm really not um, putting any more of my chips on any of these players with the way they've yeah. been playing the past couple of weeks. I completely agree. We will move on to Miami versus New York Jets. Miami wins 24 to 17. Wow. What a game. I mean, just more and more Jets quarterbacks come in and look halfway decent, which Joe should Dirt. tell me, Joe Dirty which Dirt. should tell me, hey, if Zach Wilson can come and get healthy, all eyes are on him. Because if he does not produce when he's fully healthy, and he didn't learn anything from being away from the game a little bit. Yeah. Like there's another rookie quarterback we got to worry about because it seems like all of them except vanilla Mac Jones. I mean, we got to worry about, uh, yeah. Uh, what is your take on this game? I, I, my I got biggest one. takeaway is Elijah Moore. Yeah. That, that was Why do we it. see Elijah Moore coming alive with all these backup quarterbacks? And that that's the whole thing. Like Mike white, Elijah Moore on the map. Joe Flacco, Elijah Moore, career day, you know, eight for 11 <laughs> targets, uh, 141 yards and a touchdown. Like, wow. He even had a carry for 15 yards, led the offense in fantasy. Michael production. Carter got hurt. Yeah. I mean, yep. that was in a, but That's I, not good. I'll tell you why Elijah Moore was hurt at the beginning of the year. He's healthy. I mean, he's fully healthy. And like I said, that's the whole reason why with Zach Wilson, we will see when he comes back because he's got his best weapon fully healthy in Elijah Moore. Corey Davis is not your best weapon. Sorry, everybody. It's, I mean, he's a great number two. Maybe he can help produce when uh, when Wilson comes back and be that outside force. But Elijah Moore is it. I want to talk about Jalen Waddle having like 68 receptions this year. And just, I mean... He's found the end zone, but he didn't, he didn't get a, pa a passing re uh, reception. Eight for 65. I would love to see the the yardage up, and I do think that will come. Yeah. I I honestly think they'll start using him on, on deeper routes, which they need to because that is what he's all about. And I would not be shocked if he's saying that in the locker room. Like, hey, 
Let me loose. Get me in the get get me outside of the line of scrimmage. Get me further down the field so I can do my thing. Because Waddle's explosive and he is uh is he a top 20 dynasty wide receiver right now? Top 20. Ah, uh, he's close to it if he's not. Yeah. I mean yeah. PPR. PPR. Yeah. I would definitely uh I mean it if I don't have him, I'm targeting him. Um, yeah. He seems like a guy that's like I pretty much have him almost everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in PPR leagues, he seems like a guy that's just extremely undervalued due to the yardage, but people don't realize, Hey, you're getting 15 points a week just from these catches <laughs> and 15 points out of a receiver is not that bad. I mean, I've just, the way I look at it is Miami is still missing pieces to be a yeah. super power offense for fantasy purposes um gaskin you know it was his on week he's been off and on for the past what eight weeks this week he finally gets into the end zones fits you with 18.6 fantasy points in ppr formats and then Tua Tua played pretty well 273 two touchdowns he had one interception but then other than that i mean my man only missed six passes so that's pretty good uh and and that's what Without we want that, out of Tua. Yeah, without that long Mac Collins touchdown, his yardage his yards really low. Yeah, his yards would have been low, but that's how quarterbacking is. You have that one long play to help you out. So I'm I'm not I'm actually more I'm more accepting on Tua's outlook right now. And I I think they made the right decision by not going for Watson. Watson might be elsewhere. I mean, we talked about Cleveland, and the rumors have it is Baker and Cleveland are Heading to a divorce, really is what I have been seeing. Yes, oh, it's uh, it's not looking great there. But from what I saw from Baker, going back to that, he, he is a tough dude. He plays through a lot of injury. <laughs> I mean, toughness can get. I mean, you're it wearing the like jersey. He was like a zombie, like yes, rolling around like on the field after the plays. They have no receivers there either. I mean, we talked about Donovan Peoples Jones. He's a perfect two, but they don't. They need a one, and they'll. They'll get that. They'll get somebody. All right. Going up to here, up here to Minnesota, uh, 31 to 34. Minnesota pulls off the victory against the Green Bay Packers. This was yes. a great, this was a great game. Such a good game. I watched every bit of it, man. They were, I mean, Delvin cook is a green Bay killer and they were stopping him until Vikings were like, Hey, we've got this. We got this game in hand. Let's give it to our guy. And cook just, tore bits and pieces five yards here eight yards here just just started nitpicking at him but man i gotta talk about justin jefferson uh he's i mean he's he's on the top side of those that top 20 wide receivers for dying he is the top and (laughs) he is he's definitely the wide receiver one the chase and jefferson talk is he you know it's going to be neck and neck the best part is they're Jefferson coming in as rookie. They were comparing the two. They're going to compare the two for their careers. And that's going to be fun to watch. We all thought it was going to be Metcalf and AJ Brown. No, no, no. It's going to be chase and Justin Jefferson that we're going to be swapping wide receiver one and wide receiver twos with, but man, Jefferson is uncoverable. He is so good. And I mean, they Greg Olson on, on the announcing, he was even talking about just his character He's got it as a receiver. He's got that. He's got like a swagger to him that he knows he can be anybody on any play on any day. So, man, 
Justin Jefferson is so good. And my thought on this offense, Irv Smith is going to be so good next year because he's going to fit perfectly. KJ Osborne is getting targets out of necessity. He, I don't think he's great. He's just a, he's a good player, but man, Irv Smith, when he comes back next year, I think he is that missing piece that can really take this offense to the next level. And Irv Smith is only 23 right now. So he's not old. I, it, my thing is go get Irv Smith. I mean, that's, a, it could work out. I agree with that. I mean, I mean, I it's do, just a meniscus. It's I, nothing. It's nothing huge. Fair enough. But I think Tyler Conklin has been showing up pretty well he's too. Been like, fine. Irv is all his targets. Way, most of Irv his is a better player. True. He's a different pedigree. I agree with you there. Um, on the other side of the ball, I mean, AJ Dillon, I expected more from AJ Dillon in this matchup against Minnesota. He got 11 carries, 53 yards, six. He caught all six of his targets uh, for 44 yards. Why is Aaron Jones a Green Bay Packer? Why? Like, why couldn't they just let A.J. Dillon just do it all? I think it's because of just what he means to the team. Like, overall, you think uh, Aaron Jones, uh, he does a lot over there in Green Bay community and all that stuff. They love him there. It's it's almost like uh who could I compare it to? Like like LT. Like you felt it in San Diego when he left. Like he was the world to them, not just on the field, but off the field too. And I think Aaron Jones has that type of impact. I just think they like Aaron Jones a lot. And hey, can AJ Dillon be the first or second town guy and Aaron Jones be the the pass catching back? I think that'd be perfect to actually help Aaron Jones last longer, you know, uh, elongate that career and that, that contract you gave him to using this big guy as the, between the tackles and then splitting in Aaron Jones as a Tony Pollard role. And I, I think that'd be a perfect fit. I agree. Also Equinemia St. Brown. I got to mention him every time he does something. Yeah. Kid looked good today and he needs to play more. I don't, I'm never getting, I've never gotten it. He's, he's good. MVS right, looks next, pretty good too. Yeah. Next game, New Orleans Saints, Philadelphia Eagles, 29 to 40. Philadelphia takes the victory. Jalen Hurts running for three. Yes, I mean, let's go. 18 I, carries. In let's my go. only in my only redraft league, I had Herbert. And I needed a roster spot. I had Hurts on my bench. I dropped Herbert to keep Hurts just because it's fantasy. Hell, you guys, today I traded Trevor Lawrence for Trey Lance and for and Jeff Wilson. You want to know why? Because running quarterbacks score so many more points than pocket passers. Like it's it's not fair. It there's no way around it. Running quarterbacks are a Konami code. Hell, Lamar Jackson may not be the best thrower, but he is a quarterback one every week because he gets 80, 80 to 100 rushing yards possible touchdown or two at rushing and that's that's good enough he doesn't have to throw a pass and that's fine <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's insane to me and just these konami code quarterbacks i mean he was 13 for 24 147 no touchdowns no interceptions it doesn't matter <laughs> like he scored 30 plus points for you 
I mean, he's 2-0 against New Orleans. You know, he came in his first game ever played last season, beat the pants off New Orleans, and everybody, all, all heads turn towards Jalen Hurts, and I guess he lives up to the competition because here he is again, doing it again a year later, cleaner. Uh, my, t- my, my key takeaway on this one is Miles Sanders coming back after injury, uh, first game starting, got a lot of, got a decent amount of work, 16 carries, 94 yards, Split some work with uh, with Howard and Boston Scott, but Miles Sanders had the majority of the snaps. I'm happy about that. I'm happy about his usage. He did have a fumble, but I'm looking forward to him down the road. The Eagles Eagles uh, schedule for the rest of the season is easy. I mean, they play the Giants twice, they play Washington twice, and they play the Jets. Yeah, and another take is uh, the two tight ends for each team played very well. Goddard got paid, so he's the team's tight end for years to come, and he was the top pass catcher, 5 for 62. This was the Troutman's come-out game. Troutman, 5 for 58 and a touchdown. I had him out in a a league where I'm rebuilding. I'm I'm fine losing. I put him in. My receivers and tight ends go off. And I beat the top seed. Like I was just like, okay, this this can't this is fantasy this in is 2021 <laughs> in a nutshell. This is fantasy football in a nutshell. This year is anything can happen, just like in the NFL. But yeah, I, the Saints need a pass catcher. That they need a pass catcher. They need a quarterback. They need stuff on this offense because Drew Brees ain't there to help you. He's not there to make people better. And uh, Devonta Smith is really good. Uh, there was so many plays. He had a toe. T- he had a toe catch that he turned his body midair to block the defender. Caught it. If it was college, he would have been in, but he didn't get that second foot in. And I thought it could have been a touchdown, but he turned just a little too much to go out of bounds. Heck of a catch. Kid is going to be good. So if you can get him on a buy low, I would do so. Let's move on to Cam Newton. And Ron Rivera, killer the, Cam, man. Washington twenty-seven, Carolina Panthers twenty-one. It was a good game, great back and forth. What is your take on this? Oh, my take on this game. Uh, it seems like Carolina is trying to tread water a little bit. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they bring in Cam Newton as a as a replacement because they don't trust PJ Walker. Because Sam Darnold project did not work out. Um, they're just trying to keep pace and possibly win some games and save Matt Rule's job. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey, second game and comeback, over 100 plus uh, all purpose yards. Can't be mad about that. And when we see that, Chuba Hubbard, nothing. So all those people that had Chuba Hubbard, uh, you know, you're going to be waiting a while until McCaffrey. Same with Terrace Marshall. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is up with the rookies on this team? They just disappear. They disappear. I mean, Terrace Marshall's usage is weird. He might to me. be the biggest all-time buy low. Like, you could buy low because yeah. he is truly a talented wide receiver, yep. and I think he does have promise. We're not sure about Robbie Anderson actually staying in this offense. I, I don't care about his contract. Like, it, it does not matter. He, Robbie Anderson is not good. Send him with Cam. Yeah. When he's done, <laughs> ship them, ship them to the they, Jets, the both of them. Ship them I, to the Jets. Pers- personally, I would not be shocked if Watson's the quarterback for Carolina. There's, there's too much smoke to it. 
And I think Miami's content with Tua now to the point where I think Carolina's probably the lead for Watson. And it's a good fit. And you know who would fit him well? Terrace Marshall. He's like, he plays like Hopkins. And uh, DJ Moore is like a Fuller type player. So I think they could fit well. Uh, man. On the other side Taylor of the Hennig- ball, though. Taylor Henneke. Just I think a he, baller. I think he cemented no. his 2022 no. starting spot. Yes, he did. He, yes, he has. If I, he I does, think he has. He is a bridge. He they're gonna draft a quarterback. He will be the bridge. He which plays with the grit that it takes to win football games. I don't know if he was taking notes from Ryan Fitzpatrick in the offseason or whatever the case may be is, but he took this game over. He did what he needed to do to win this game. Three total, three touchdowns. He runs the ball when he needs to. Yes, he had a fumble. But he knows how to find Terry McLaurin. McLaurin has another big game. Finally, a comeback game over 100 yards and a touchdown. Put it together for a great fantasy day. And the downfall on this one was Antonio Gibson owners. You got 19 carries, 95 yards, no touchdowns. You got nine points. You got, I mean, nine, I'm, I'm, 9.5. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, he. He has the skill set. It's just JD McKissick is blocking him from those pass catching that pass catching role. McKissick's a great pass catcher. Gibson is also a good one. It, it's it's well, tough. We saw Jared Patterson come in and have seven carries t- today. Yeah. So that's that's something to keep an eye on as well. I mean, we could be looking at a full running back by committee next year if Jared Patterson continues on this stretch of utilization. That's that's kind of what I, I want to talk about running backs too. Like you're never having a bell cow. Like Najee Harris is a yeah. is a rare occurrence now. If mm-hmm. you get a player like that, it's very rare. Like the 2023 class that we're all talking about and hyped up on, could we could get a couple, but I mean it's very rare now that and for me, give me a guy like Austin Eckler over these big time rushing guys that get 20 carries. Because I'll take the six receptions each and every week, all the time. It's just how the game's played, and that's how, like, that's why Swift is so good because he gets that pass catchers, and all he needs is fourteen rushes, as we saw this week, to to go off. So I mean, I don't, I don't want to mess with the uh, guys who don't get any passing down work. But the thing for me is, it's rare to have a back that's so good at it that doesn't get the opportunity and. Gibson's that type of guy. So I think the, with the missing pieces on Washington, like we know Curtis Samuel is out of that offense. They they're without Logan Thomas. Ricky Seals Jones missed this one. So McKissick is going to be involved. And yeah, the back and forth on this game, we we saw McKissick have to be in the lineup a little bit more. So on especially on third downs. So yeah, but I mean Gibson carries 19 carries. I mean, if you if you play in a uh points per carry league the gibson yeah. gibson's the guy for you all right we'll move on to san francisco at jacksonville san francisco wins 30 to 10 it was not that close i watched some of it and man uh like i said my takeaway is trevor lawrence 16 for 25 158 zero and zero uh he i, I i'm having a hard time he makes some beautiful throws but man like I get the pass catchers drop balls too, but he's not going deep. He's he's I don't 
know what it is. It's like he's waiting for his players to get open, and that's just not happening. You're not Cle- you're not in Clemson, and I feel like the missing piece is Travis Etienne in this offense, and we don't talk about it that much. And Agnew went down. Agnew went down with a injury, and I think that that hurt him. And I just think Travis Etienne could be the missing piece in 2022. Urban Meyer, who knows if he's going to be there or not. But man, let's. I don't know what they were doing because let's get Trevor thing, some weapons. That's one, my take. I mean, he has weapons. The one weapon that he has that he did not use at all today, which was totally contrarian to what's been going on for the past three weeks, is Dan Arnold. Totally disappeared. Now, Dan Arnold over the past three weeks has 25 targets. This week, a goose egg. Zero. Not targeted once. Now, when you have a player that has been relied on week after week, has produced at least 60-plus yards receiving, has caught at least four passes for the past three weeks, why did he not get targeted once? You're going to tell me that San Francisco is that good, that they completely took your number one receiving option on the team out of contention? Like, is that what ha- what's happening here? I, I it, it it's very mind boggling, and it seems like that the Jacksonville Jaguars could not move the ball against San Francisco 49ers defense, and the rest is history. There, I mean, everybody that was calling for Jeff Wilson, I'm guilty of this as well. He did not do as well as I'd hoped. Only 19 carry, only 19 carries for only 50 yards. Like that was disappointing. We did see Trey Sermon get some work, and it it made me realize that Sermon is, is they were making the right decision when they put in Elijah Mitchell because Elijah Mitchell is way better than Trey Sermon. And for all of you that have Trey Sermon, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> like you're not gonna be able to do it. You're gonna be stuck with him. Uh, yeah, I I agree. And so with uh with the 49ers, what is your take on? Ayuk and Jeff Wilson. Like, what are you doing with them? Ayuk, I'm trying to get him off my roster. If I'm not competing, I will get him off my roster now. How come? Do you just not trust in? I I just don't think he's the guy. I think Debo Samuel is the guy in that offense that you want. He's the receiver. Does their game plan give you enough option that you can trust a Brandon Ayuk on a weekly basis. And that's what I look for in, in especially in dynasty. I want those receivers that I don't have to plug and play every week that I can just put in my lineup. I can rely on them to produce on a weekly basis. Now, Brandon Ayuk, he had a great, great day for fantasy. He caught all seven of his targets, 85 yards and a touchdown, 21 fantasy points in PPR formats but he does not give that to you on a consistent basis, on a weekly basis. That's what I'm afraid of. And with this game script, they were running it. They were using Debo to run the ball. Their whole plan, that Kyle Shanahan offense, is to run the ball. It's not yeah. to it's not to you know sit there and throw passes to Brandon Ayuk. It's, it's not. So I, I believe that the game script will change even more when Trey Lance takes over next year. I think he's going to run the ball a lot and that they're going to use schemes. They're going to use trick plays. And we saw how, how utilized Debo Samuel was. He had eight carries for 79 yards and a touchdown on the ground today. 
So that that gives me some insight to say, yeah, this is what they want to do. They want to run the ball in San Francisco. They're not really interested in big, long passing plays. And Brandon Ayuk isn't going to be that consistent week-to-week wide receiver, two that you would want. So, yeah, I'm trying to sell. Okay. I mean, I'd I'd be on the opposite end. I'd probably try to buy if I could. I'm I'm a firm believer in the talent, and uh, I do think the offense will change when Trey Lance comes in. But I think it'll be for the better in all aspects. And I think sitting this year for Trey Lance will help him mentally for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, Trey Lance is the younger quarterback out of all of them in this draft class, so he's got plenty of years to to progress as a passer. So I can't wait until he comes. I know I really, I really want to watch him play. All right. Our next game we will go into is Cincinnati versus Las Vegas. Uh, The Bengals lost Vegas, Las Vegas, last, last Vegas, Uh, last Minnesota, (laughs) Minnesota, Las Vegas, Uh, Cincinnati pulls off the win 32 to 13. And my take from this is gross. This game was not good. I mean, I mean <laughs> back and back and forth. Uh, Chase got his touchdown. He's up to I think eight or nine. Is it? I mean, he's gonna hit double digits for touchdowns. And yeah, I am. Um, the Bengals don't need Joe Burrow to win games. It seems he doesn't need to do much in some games. But I mean, this uh, is what they want. I mean, the you just takeaway for me, the you just listen to me, the biggest takeaway for me, (laughs) you just, um, well, the you just scorer of the day for Cincinnati was Joe Mixon, 30 carries, 123 yards and two touchdowns, man. I want to say like, he doesn't need to do it all. Like he had no targets at all. They just kept feeding him the rock, especially in the red zone. And it really paid off. He had some great breakaways. Vegas's defense, not very good against the run, and it showed today. On the other side of the ball, what do we do with Josh Jacobs? He is so good. Like, I he's watch so him. He's so good. He's so good. But the Ve- Vegas does not does perform not, for yeah. us at Vegas all. doesn't know how to fully utilize him. They think splitting him and only getting him 10 carries. Man, if he had 20 carries a game like Mixon does, he could do what Mixon does. And until the Raiders realize that, I I think we're going to be struggling with him. And he's a running back two or three. All right. Our next game, Cowboys versus the Chiefs. And what a disappointment. Uh, (laughs) I was looking forward to this game. Yeah. And and I'm up early. uh, For those of you that don't know, I do a start sit at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on the Tilt is Real channel. And. I talked about this game a lot. I wanted all pieces of this game. This was the game that I was like, yes, we're going to have a lot of offense. Both defenses are eh. And that was not the case. 28 28 total points. Chiefs win 19 to 9. And man, what is going on in Dallas? This is the second week in a row that like, I mean, yeah, last week against Atlanta. Okay, that was good. But they did the same thing against Denver. It was like a poor showing. Like, man, what is really going on? Zeke got injured in this one. Yep. yep. Zeke got hurt. He came back. It's the offensive line for Dallas. They are mixing and matching. They took Connor Williams out thinking that was going to help. It did not. Uh, Kansas City with, uh, God, what's his name? That used to play for San Diego. Uh, 
He's a pass rusher. Um, Kansas City getting him from the Steelers in a trade. Uh, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but he has been the biggest acquisition. He is all over the place. He's he's rushing the passer. They're talking about it. Uh, that uh, that helps. And if you can get pressure on Dak, that's all you need because this offensive line is not that great right now without I mean, Tyron saw, Smith. We saw Zeke go out. We saw CD Lamb go out. CD Lamb out with a concussion. He was due for a big game. He was hyper targeted. He had uh, a couple drops, but yeah, they missed Amari Cooper. Now we're going to miss CD Lamb on Thanksgiving. So I'm not going to have my lamb and turkey. Is it's that not true? Be right. He's uh, not going to be able to. If he's in concussion protocol, uh, he's playing on Thursday. I doubt he will be ready to go. Uh, you can look for him to probably miss uh, on Thursday. Yeah. So it's going to be, this is going to be a rough week coming up. Yeah. And yeah, on the other side, Mahomes, 23 for 37, 260 and one pick. No touchdowns. Um, one fumble, one interception. Yep. He, I mean, like I said, they had that blanket coverage. They weren't letting anything deep. And that's how you beat Mahomes. And that's how you fl- And Micah Parsons helps too. Yeah. I mean, that guy, he's, Mike, Micah Parsons is elite. Two sacks, two tackles for loss. Like, come on. Like, he's defensive player of the year by far. Clyde Edwards Lair. Um, he got all the carries pretty much. Williams was a non-factor and Edwards Laird looked pretty good. 12 for 63 and a touch. The touchdown was one yard out and he had a bad taunting call. He came back, taunted, <laughs> got a big penalty that did not help them. But yeah, he also had two catches. So uh, I guess this puts uh, this puts the Daryl Williams uh, hype to, to bed. It really does. If like, I didn't go for back. all these offers, I got like Daryl Williams. Like, hey, do you want Daryl Williams? I got I, so many offers for, for Daryl Williams. I tried to acquire CEH wherever I could, and uh, I think the buying window has, has shut it's completely shut, yeah. and locked for the wintertime. Yep, I agree. And, God, that's such a disappointing game. And speaking of disappointing games, uh, Arizona versus Seattle. Kyler didn't play. Arizona still won 23-13. to 13. I like this game. I... I like Zach Ertz in this game. Zach Ertz just <laughs> comes out and just destroys. He just Ra- balled out. Rondell man. Moore catches all of his 11 targets, people. Every single target. He had 11 catches for 50 51. yards. <laughs> F- 51 yards. My bad. I didn't give him that extra yard. Don't take that away from him. He needs every but bit of my it. My God. Jarvis Landry is laughing at him. Like, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. James Connor just keeps rolling, getting those touchdowns. He's biggest surprise of 2021. Yeah, he's James a league. He could be a league winner for you. Uh, yes. Colt McCoy destroys. And I mean, Arizona's happy with what happened. On the other side, they're not so happy. And Russell Wilson, is he the same? No, he's not. No, he, that, he's he's having trouble. He's having trouble getting uh Accurate, accurate passes. I he did have a couple, uh, one in particular to Lockett towards the end of the game where Lockett broke out. I think it was like a forty-yard pass. Um, but yeah, he had trouble getting it to DK Metcalf. Now Arizona's defense has been pretty good all season, yeah. so I don't, I don't want to take it away from them. But it just looks like uh, as a whole, Seattle is struggling. Uh, their offensive line is struggling. Obviously, Chris Carson being out on IR, probably out for the rest of the season. I believe now. Yep, that's a is. problem. 
And then, you know, we saw the DJ Dallas, Rashad Penny, Alex Collins, Travis Homer mixture. It was like I will a stand by running DJ back Dallas a, being like a good player. Oh, I, I, I don't I don't mind DJ Dallas at all. If any if out of all the running backs, I would rather have DJ Dallas than any other of these guys for for Dynasty. I agree. And yeah, the yeah, the takeaway from this is Metcalf is on a slump right now. If you can get him, get him cheap because he is still a a big man that can do a lot of good things. Uh, He's a man's man. The Steelers Chargers games going on right now. Chargers are up 17 to 10. Uh, Herbert 16 for 19, 170 and a touchdown. That's what we like to see, Herbert. Uh, Eckler, he has two touchdowns. Roethlisberger is 11 for 17, 121 and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson. He's got a touchdown. Uh, Is he he worth Deontay Johnson? Is he worth saying that can he could be considered a top 20 dynasty asset a wide receiver asset like i i think he is i think he's going to hold value no matter what the quarterback changes in that offense next year yeah i could i could be on board with that he's just consistent for my money uh, I, I mean deontay is not that expensive though if you're going out to try to trade for him it's funny because i think claypool is valued similar to Deontay just for the upside base, but Deontay is consistent and yeah. I, yeah. I could go with that. I'll, I'll go with that. Anything else you want to talk about before we end the show? Uh, no, not really. I think, I think we covered it all. I, great games this weekend from what I saw. I mean, I watched a lot of it. You know, I always try to take that four thirty ish nap and then wake up and try to catch the second half of the four o'clock games. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. I believe that the Giants are going to upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Or Tom Brady will be very upset at the way he played last week and completely demolished the Giants. Uh, I you never know with the Giants. The Giants are a Brady killer. We yep. all know that. And uh yeah, I the return just, of Saquon Barkley. I we, just we've got that going on. I just hope that Galladay and Ingram don't score a ton of points so I can get a victory. But other than that, everybody, thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll be back in two weeks, and next week you'll get Chase again with Chasing Points. But until two more weeks, see you next time. Have a good one.